0: All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. I am Zach, your host, and this one we're going to be talking with Nick again. Uh, talking pretty much half a bit of a couple of races from Doomben, a couple of races uh, from Melbourne at Moonee Valley as well. Normally we pick one, but we're just going to... The racing was pretty ordinary this week, so we're sort of split up into eight races that he wants to have a quick look at uh, if you are new to the show follow us along on all our social stuff um, we've just started a facebook group and that's going to be sort of talking all things sport and all things racing and bets we're doing so anyone's any got any mail or any tips they want to put up we can do that we've already started doing it we been quite a lot of nba bets and tennis and horses and stuff already so join that Um, that'd be good but obviously follow us along Instagram and stuff as well Um, if you're enjoying the podcast we're going to do it a bit more we've started doing a couple of uh, Zoom calls and putting them on YouTube as well and we're going to start filming a fair bit more coming up Um, plus a couple of guests are lined up as well across racing and sport in the coming weeks and months that's it so next is my little chat with Nick he's on a little family holiday had a little win overnight uh, on the Bricky's laptops and we're going to discuss a couple of the things we talked about last week especially with the Boy Roy, which we said, get in the bin and it wins by 10, 50 lengths. Uh, cool and obviously, winning a couple of things up in Doombin, and then we just uh, wrap it up with uh, my thoughts on lawn bowls and why he thinks it's uh, fantastic. But here is my chat with Nick. All right, welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell a podcast. Nick joins me again. We've learned how to blur our screens. I left the sports bar that I was on last week. Nick's um, left his mum's basement, he's sort of blurred his screen there, so. Mate, you're where are you? Nelson Bay, bit of a family holiday.
1: Yeah, Nelson Bay, doing it pretty tough. It's uh, yeah, yesterday was a pretty ordinary day, but it's been pretty good weather the whole time, which has been nice. But had to blur out the bedroom. Sam had a few uh, funky things going on. My brother he had a few funky things going on behind me, so I thought better blur it out.
0: Um, but yeah, something good happened to you last night, did it? Playing the Bricky's laptop. I know.
1: And this never happens, like I promise. I'm not a massive pokey man. I like it when I play with my mates, but me and Sam, my brother, had um a few beers last night and decided to throw just twenty-five bucks in each. Um and we got, I don't know if you know the train feature on the more chilly uh, machines. It's not my first radio of course, mate. Sam had no idea what like what it meant. And I was just like, Oh, you can get like eleven dollars or fifty dollars because they're the two small ones. Yeah. I said, Oh, we're a chance of getting fifty bucks here. And he goes, Perfect, no worries. Four- Four trains and we got a six. So, so I was thinking we're we're gone yeah, so, yeah. you got to get the, a the second four. bottom one exactly. And then we went 11, 10, 10, 9, Got forty-seven points or something and won fourteen hundred.
0: That's you know what the amount of times that I've got five trains and it's just gone like seven, seven, eight. Or it counts to the. It's like playing the scratchies, you know what I mean? It's like fifty grand, fifty grand, yeah. or a fakie five. But that's sick. Fifteen hundred, and well, it's pretty. Who, I, go, my, who goes? twenty five each these days? It's either twenty or fifty, right?
1: <laughs> I know. We just had a fifty, so like, oh, well, we'll just halve it. Yeah. So my mum was sitting a couple of seats behind me, having a having a Furious. bit of a on the fakies. Well, I turned around to her and I said, "We just won fourteen hundred bucks," and she was just like, what?
0: "Yeah, what?" Well, thanks for so, paying for the so holiday. To
1: say, exactly. Mum and dad didn't buy a drink for the rest of the night, but. Sam still Sam's the stingiest bloke in Australia, so he still didn't want to pull the
0: wallet out. See, I'm I'm, a, I'm notorious for we just won fourteen hundred, so let's we'll take a thousand. Let's go spend four four hundred, but there's, there's other people who go right with one, Let's go. I'm like I don't have that anyway, yet, yeah. unfortunately. the no, We we're,
1: were good last night. We just, we stopped putting. I think we had a few bets on Happy Valley, and then just yeah. went home at like eleven. Sensible.
0: See, that's where I just said to you just before. I, the very first time I played the pokies at the Narrabeen Sands Hotel, I was 17. Went into my school clothes too. They don't check IDs back then. I was wearing my school uniform. And we just we used to go there and just like, I knew mates that used to do it. they like come have a slap on my sweet. It was when you used to have, get coins and shit at the machine. And yeah, I won, the, I won the very first time I won the major jackpot. I won like $1,500. Oh, maybe it was like 1600 I remember taking it home to my dad and just throwing $100 notes at him going, fucking how good's a punt? How good's bogeys? And he hit the roof. He's like took all the cash off me. He's like, let's go. We're getting a car tomorrow. I ended up buying like a Toyota Corolla wagon with no accelerator pedal the following day for like two grand. And I remember he was just furious. I'm like, little do you know, all these years later, I still enjoy the punt. Yeah. That was back in
1: 1970, wasn't it, mate?
0: Yeah, mate, old That's man. How old you are. Yeah. What was it? It was, a, it was a little while ago. The fact that they're having gold oh. coins coming out of the machine still. If anyone's watching, we did just start a Facebook group, which is probably something I should have done a little while ago. We used Instagram a heap and Facebook wasn't a heap, but there's already 150 people in there. We'll do. We'll put some tips in there, and I think a few other people are putting in like NBA bets and shit. That's not really my forte. The other people that is, but, mate, we'll get involved. Um, if anyone wants to chuck those things in, and we'll give our opinion and tell them that they will, they will and won't win. I know Kohai's chucked a few in today. For some reason, he's got tips at Tamworth and fucking Pakenham. So good luck to him. Perfect. I think we need to do a bit of accountability um, after last week. So a lot of what a lot of what you said pretty much came off. I know that when we put our tips out, you, you sort of went by Ross over 11-11. 11-11-1. Yeah. Was one of my only winners of the day, but I have a friend here who, one of my good <laughs> friends, they own a cafe down the road called Eleven Eleven, and they don't punt. They're these Italians, oh, they, just, uh, just just dealing cash too, and they just punt whenever Eleven Eleven wins. And I've literally told them the last three time, three years in Queensland, and it just keeps happening. And they're like, they think just it's the easiest thing in the world. The amount of shit that I gave Big Boy Roy prior to thing, I think you picked up a bag and said just put it in the bin. I picked up a plastic
1: bag and said put it in the bin.
0: <laughs> I. I tried convincing people, know, like, you know, we work at Sky, but Brad Gray, who's a former guy. And I, I've tried convincing him in the past about, I go, I like big, I like big boy Roy here. And he always just laughs me. It's like, no, mate, no, like you're an idiot. Then I, I didn't watch the race. I remember I forgot it was on. And I get a message from him going, I hope you backed big boy Roy. I'm like, fuck, really? And then I looked and it won. It Not only did it win, it won by line. Yeah, it did. So what I like can it a mess, mess of. What, when you, I think I think one of your famous quotes was, if you look up in the dictionary, non-winners, big boy Roy is a big picture of him. Talk to me. What do you reckon happened? I don't know.
1: He's just always promised that, though. Like, he's always promised that, and then he's just never decided to go around a horse. Like, this, like literally, every time it looks like it's going to win, it just decides, oh, I just like running with other horses. And then, obviously, I don't know who rode it. Was it J-Mac? Yeah, I think so. He's riding? Yeah. Yeah, he just set, sent him straight to the front, like, couple of hundred to go and he just kept going. It was like yeah. you've never seen him do that he just doesn't do that stuff. So I don't know. He's always promised ability. Who'd he beat? Wheelhouse? Like good horse. So there's a couple of good horses um,
0: there. So yeah. it's
1: not like fraudulent win. I think he'll I don't know. Hopefully he goes on with it because he's handy when he's good.
0: It hurts. <laughs> but fuck, it, fuck Do you know what I'm the amount of shit it. the amount of shit that I put on a horse and just and I was such an advocate about probably the last five five times it's run. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. You're going in the bin. I'm not backing you, a non-winner. All this shit. And it's literally they just listened to this and just said, you know what, fuck you guys. I'll show you a non-winner and just fucking took the yep. piss. Anyway, um, that was a yep. good front front-running, front-running ride. Um, before we go to others, did you watch? I remember messaging. I don't know where you. I think you're playing golf or something, but Rose Hill on the weekend was on G up. When you, yeah. when especially when I put tips out, like I would love to put tips out throughout the day. Do you want know I mean? to? People want to see them early the the leader yeah. bias at Rose Hill was embarrassing. Like I can't cop that, and I'm, I'm used to. You're used to it at Canterbury. You're used to it at like Mooney Valley to an extent, but Rose Hill, like these horses were just hugging the rail and then just winning by fucking. Mm. It
1: was it was ridiculous. But you know what though? I reckon over the carnival it was a bit like that. Because remember the day Golden Rose Day in the Congo? Yeah. Like yeah. Animo was the race, and that day you couldn't make any ground up. So and Animo was huge too enormous, like yeah. on a n even track he wins by two or three that day. He just literally could not cut the ground up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's something going on at Rose Hill, which seems to be more frequently in the last year or so that it has been become a bit of a leader's track. Cause even Caulfield's the same, I reckon yeah. Caulfield's a bit of a track too. So I don't know. Yeah. It's I was fucking pretty frustrating when you if you have if you have futures bets or if you have, yeah. you know, you bet the night before trying to multi something, it's really frustrating because I suppose that's why all the pros step in with five minutes yeah. before the race, hey? Yeah,
0: it is real late money, like a classic example. I remember watching late money. Was it last week when Kamantari did win? Like two weeks ago, the amount of money that just came in the last like couple of minutes. I'm like, fuck, these pricks know something. But another thing that we didn't talked we get about, him right though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a joke. Um, cool and gutter. So I put a little video out of we didn't. We never said it wouldn't win we were iffy on the price right i know that you thought that it would get out to 270 didn't happen i think it went around again at like a dollar 90 or whatever i was convinced russian conquest was going to go fast like i was it was a great ride congrats like cool and go to happy days and it won but those two horses just seem like they seem a lot better than the others right just like they're in like another another field or something
1: yeah i I think we got the race spot on. Like, I know that the market would say the same thing too, but like, those two horses are good horses. They're handy. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they run well in the next, in the autumn coming up for the slipper and things like that. I reckon they'll be both right in the, right in the finish for races like that. It was just, yeah, I couldn't believe it didn't go past Cool and Like, it just mm. had the perfect run. I thought Cool and was just peaking, but she's obviously pretty tough too. So, yeah. Credit to Jack as well. He gives a horse an extra length or two, doesn't he?
0: Fuck, it hurts. Um there was I actually just took the I, I that was where I had a muck around bet. I still think he did it like a first four where stood out those two, just like when i like top two, then had the Portelli yep. thing that was um came third at like fuck it was I think it was like 35s or something. Didn't have four. Yep. Yeah, good sob story. Um Bo Rossa, oh. what happened? You were pretty confident that Bo Rossa was a great each way bet? Yeah, I thought he was. I he was. The, my,
1: the only worry was that he, he drew 16 and he was going to be 3 and 4 deep and he was 3 and 4 deep and then sort of around the corner I thought he's still travelling alright but those horses like 11-11 that were all in the finish they just had a bit more of a suck run and
0: I don't know I was
1: really happy with the run I still think that it probably a little bit of improvement to come I don't know if they'll freshen him up now for an autumn Um and he might head towards like a new market that sort yeah. of style of, right? um,
0: I still, yeah it wasn't I it wasn't, it wasn't terrible
1: no, it wasn't. It, it was just a shame that he couldn't slot in somewhere because he sort of jumped well. Um, but yeah, 11-11, such a good story. Like that horse- Just won too.
0: It, it's, it's so good. It was such a good such a good win. Was it three years in a row, isn't it? It's won the same race or it's won a couple of races. Uh,
1: that day, yeah. It's, I think it's won that race back to back and won the three-year-old guineas in its first year. So pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um, and finishing the day, Wisdom of Water. You gave that a good push. Tipped that on top. I think it won seven or eight bucks. Um, Rachel King, she's pretty good.
1: Yeah, she's handy. And Nisham as well. We gave Nisham yeah. a big wrapped In um, rock, the, that market was just a joke. Like to have that Miami fleece or whatever it was called as a two forty yeah. favorite yeah. in that race. Is- Anyway, sometimes you get them right. It's nice when you get them right. Okay, it's funny. Like
0: you, you came, you came pretty good. So I was, I was pretty dead on away game. Isotope was fucking huge. Isotope was such a good win. Yeah. Um, and well back. Really well, well back. You kind of knew it at the time. You, I was like, because I was pretty convinced on away game. I went fuck. But um, I did find it funny. At the end of the day, you were like, I think you'd had about ten beers with your old man. You kept sending selfies about, about tipping and like how how he talked on the podcast during the week. But yeah, that was um that was pretty funny but normally we try and find like we pick a meeting and we try and fly through them i think you've done a lot of melbourne you've done a lot of brisbane this week it's pretty ordinary racing right so we've split it up we've split it up so we're going four from brisbane and four from uh melbourne so we're kicking things off in race two are we in uh it was it Doomben. A Doombin, yeah. So Doombin. So this is the first one, 1,600 metre. This Tamalade is going around short favourite. Um, cooked me, I think, two starts back when I had a, had a fair crack at it to an eagle farm. Went around a $2 favourite. Came real wide from memory. I might be wrong, but I think it came real wide and just lost. Uh, ben Thompson's aboard. It's a Kelly runner. We gave us up at 460. We got Indian Dreamer. Abracadazzo at 10s. We go out to bigger odds. But this shorty, I'm a sh- are you with it?
1: Yeah, I'm with it for sure. Um, I really like it. It's coming out of the tab wave, which is good form. Also like Wheelhouse and and so on that are running in the round in that race. There's no Wheelhouse in this race or Big Boy Roy, nothing like that. Yeah, um, don't start me on that shit again. $2 is short, but I don't think you'll get much better, to be honest. I think this is a really, really good bet. Um, like this is a class three plate race and it's coming out of the tab wave. So I think yeah. it's just a really simple one for for, for us.
0: Take the two bucks. Happy. Take the
1: two. Happy to take the two, two bucks. Add um, any multis or whatever
0: you want. Yeah. What was that? Sorry. Add any multis and stuff as well if we want. If we want. If you're not happy Mate. about taking. If you're not happy with two to one on your money, I know a lot of people like they want to punt and they want to win big. Chuck it in a multi then. Um, race four is the next one. Uh, so it's so a bit of a distance race, right? So the two thousand meter race. Uh, c Marie, uh, Fave two forty. Pretty much what it opened. We got Bengal Bandit at sixes. We go out to 8.50 for Linthorpe, Ladd, Kataya, uh, that Waller runner. Ronnie Stewart, too. That's, um, I think it's third up. I had a first up run in Ramwick. It's not too bad, that uh, Waller runner. Continuation now to 14s, but we got a pretty short short favourite here in C. Marie, uh, backed at last start, didn't win, wasn't too happy <laughs> after win, but obviously Wheelhouse won that race. <laughs> but who are you with? Yeah. Unfortunately, with
1: another shorty, 240, I reckon this girl is pretty good, Saint-Marie. um, Coming out of the same form reference as well, that tab wave race, um, yeah. ran fourth there and was really, really good. She's just super consistent. Like, she's 16 starts for five wins and five placings. And a lot of her placings, she's actually run fourth or fifth. So a lot of her non-placings, she's run fourth or fifth. I reckon this looks like a pretty good race for her, to be honest. Um, yeah. I'd be surprised if she's she's not in the in the, in the the finish for this one. It's a pretty weak race. Like, the horse you brought up before, a little bit of a non-winner, it looks. I'm pretty happy with Seymour. I reckon this is a good race for her.
0: Don't say that again. Non-winner. Fuck, I know. Backfired. Um, it's, Disney-
1: bench- it's a benchmark 78, and she's got 57 and a half kilos yeah. coming out of weight for age races. So Desley
0: Foster's pretty, pretty good. good, eh? I like Desley. Yeah,
1: for sure.
0: Yeah, some good sure. ones.
1: Uh,
0: and love Jim Byrne. Yeah, he's a veteran, covered in tats, yeah. loves a burner as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, may, Yeah, if you ever see, if you ever go to the track, he's just sucking them back big time. Um, we go to race six. So it looks like we're going to the even races. Uh, 1200 meter race, first leg of the Quarter, Amity Gal for Van Dyke's the favorite 230, pretty much what it opened. We got another shorty with Frosty Mango. You just said you love Jim Byrne and it's Tony Golan who's one of the greats up there. We go out to 550 for self-indulgence. We got alert and ready, love me tender and some other uh, extended numbers there. But are you with one of these shorties? I'm
1: with Frosty Mango over Amity Girl. Yep. Um, it's got two and a half kilos more than Amity Girl, but it's also got a bit more race experience and Starman who rolled it a couple of weeks ago is actually a pretty handy horse for Wallace Stable as well. Um, I'm pretty happy with Frosty Mango. I think it'll get a nice run in the race. Gets Jimmy Byrne, our boy. Um, he's, he's now become a, a, one of our favourites in, in a matter of seconds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I, I thought Frosty Mango would be a reasonable bet in that race. I don't know if I'm jumping at 280, but I just thought to take on a horse that's only had one start um, at Sunshine Coast, um, I just think, yeah, take the experience over a horse up, on,
0: the, on the up. I'll Put it to you then. So your your words last race was a bit of a non-winner, which we've said before. This horse, five starts, one win, and a bunch of seconds.
1: I, I think a bit different when they've only had four or five starts. Right. And has had a win in those four or five it's starts. Annoying, it's it annoying, it's annoying that,
0: that, that they're all win. seconds. It's annoying that they're all seconds. If it was like it a fifth there, a seventh or whatever, that's cool. It's got to have those guts later, I think. But yeah, it is not too happy with 280, yeah. three bucks plus. No, nah, not not
1: not wrapped with 280, but I just think, yeah, out of the top two in the market, I think I'd rather be backing it, but I probably won't be launching at 280. No. All
0: right. Uh, we're going to the last. So this is always fun. A class six. Pilatus, uh, Jimmy Byrne, Faye, four dollars twenty with Tony Golan. We got the Ritz, Michael Costa, good. Um, not a bad horse this one too. Jimmy Orman. I've a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for Jimmy Orman, too. He's, he's rode some great winners for me in the past. Um, the Ritz is coming off a win at the Goldie. Costa's pretty good. We've got Fleet Dove for Kelly Schweeter, Glitter Strip, Strange Charm, Roman Oris. This is actually quite a good race. If you know your Queensland horses, these are, um, these are some pretty solid ones. Who are you with?
1: Um, with the Ritz, um, they met each other last start, Paladas and the Ritz, and um, Paladas was like a 250 shot, and the Ritz was nines. Um, they both go down a kilo and a half. From the same race, so they're coming out of the same race. One had fifty nine, and the other had fifty six. I think it was, and they've both gone down a kilo and a half. So there's no change in the handicap. That was over thirteen hundred, and the Ritz went straight past Paladas yeah. from coming from last, and Paladas had a nice suck run. So I just, I don't know, I can't see Paladas turning the tables on the Ritz. So I'm just, yeah, pretty happy with the Ritz actually.
0: They're happy with the price?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, four sixty. I actually pretty handy. I'd, I think that the race is an okay race, but it doesn't scream another winner to me. I just think, yeah, four sixty would be alright. I would They'll they'll pick one, I reckon, on, on race day, and they'll. they'll oh, an out, yeah, one of them. Um, yeah, yeah, normally, so, normally
0: normal okay. All right, that's our uh, four of the best from Queensland. Let's go to Mooney Valley. Uh, one of the race tracks I can't catch, but we picked four from there, so we'll go to race three, uh, Mooney Valley. It's a twenty five hundred meter race, benchmark hundred. Normally, mate, you can't pay me to jump into a 2500 meter race. Uh, I'm a bit impatient when it comes to racing. And that's why I don't bet on trots, because I can't watch a long race. I watch the Cup. I watch the Cup. <laughs> um I'm not going to attempt to say that first name. Is it, you give me a shot, the favourite, $2.40? Dak 40? and Sweet. Dak and Sweet.
1: Key and Sweet Jr.
0: Yeah, let's just let's just like say that. the favourite with Jamie Carr aboard is two dollars forty. Open two thirty. Slight little drift for ten cents. We got good idea. Damien uh, Lane is a good jock. Three eighty. Um, bit of money for Starcaster. Linda Meach. Good front running jockey. Four dollars sixty. In a twinkling, seven bucks, and we go out double figures. Two and a half thousand meter race. Who are you with? I tossed
1: up between good idea and Starcaster. I've landed on good idea. It falls into a little bit of the non-winning category, which sucks, but. I also think been racing in better company than this. Like you look at um, oh, races, a yeah. couple lengths behind Smoke and Ronan you know, in a Packenham Cup, running second, um, and then Tiger 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 form's been really good too. Yeah. Gets a really good opportunity, I think, over twenty five hundred. You know, it can run twenty five hundred. Um, gets frosty. I think three eighty is a good price. I'm just happy to take on um, the horse with the, probably a little bit less experience, although having a good prep. Just the the form around the favorites, not as strong as good ideas. Um, Starcast is interesting though because yeah. loves the valley, loves the valley. And if Linda Meach gets an easy time out in front, will be hard to catch. But
0: it's had three starts Starcast in the valley for two wins.
1: I know, but ha- yeah, happy with good idea. I think it's a good race for him.
0: All right, 380, a good idea. We go to race number five. Uh, this is better, a thousand meters. Bit of a dash, bit of a sprint at the valley. This is the sort of shit I like, mate. Yulon um, Command has been pretty well backed. So 250 already in the 225. That's for Anthony and Sam. Uh, we got Winsome. I don't mind that one either. John McNeil. That's uh, 280. We got Sam's image at 550. Last Napoleon. Bit of not much going on with the end of the other end of the market. This Yulon Command has been backed, though. Um, it's coming out of Barry's 6. What did it do last night? It came second at Flemington, I think, from memory. Um but I've also been a bit of a fan of Winsome as well. But who are you with?
1: Yeah, I've already backed Yulon command. I, I reckon it's probably the best bet for the whole day. Um, gets 59 with cart right on. Uh, 1,000 metres is just his go. 9.55 is his go, to be honest. He just goes to the front and just you hold yeah. on for dear life. But I reckon this looks like a pretty good race. Form around Enthar and Scorched Earth. Like That's just better form than these. Um, is
0: it he going to find semi- the lead easy enough?
1: I think so. I think so from gate six, um, he can sit just off the speed as well. Like he can sit either one pair back or on the outside of the leader. Yeah, I think it's a really, really good bet for this race. It's been back 260 into 225 already. I'm not surprised. Goes well at the valley. A lot yeah. of ticks. Like Sam's image is the third line of betting. And that's just yeah, like, no.
0: <laughs> yeah we got all right <laughs> well, money so, talks yeah. as well so year long command thousand meter dash uh race six is our next one 1200 meters even better i love it uh benchmark 70 mariminko is the fave 360 that's with fred kersley and the hawks sharp responses there 370 pretty much bang on equal favorites that's been back though Interim 420 albert maroney eight bucks we got deep dive at tens rogue star Invisible jet they're both at 10s and more of the rest. Um, pretty much equal favourites, you with either of them?
1: Um, I don't mind sharp response. Um, I think it's a, it's a nice horse. It's got a really good record at the track as well. It's four starts for two wins and two two placings. Um, goes pretty good. I don't know. I just thought it was, it was really well-backed first up. Um, and then ran really well ended up running second i can't remember what the fluctuations were but it was really really well backed and then came out and ran well so i reckon if there's any money around tomorrow it's probably going to be a sign it's going to be going well um i was happy enough with 370 sort of around that price i think it's a pretty good price the other one that um i don't mind too much is is deep dive um i know it's got a big weight but it's coming out of form behind the horses like in the boat um they they're really good races, that race from two weeks ago at Caulfield. So maybe something to save on at 10 bucks there, but I, I do like yeah. a sharp response.
0: So you're happy with 370? It did open 420, so you missed out on half a point, but you reckon it will jump yeah.
1: fave? I think it jumps favourite, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one we look at, race number eight. Uh, this is another 1200 metres. Good boy. Um, speaking of in the boat, <laughs> this is in the boat. So yeah, good win. Um, Kelly's aboard, claiming two, three bucks, already in from three ninety, So it's been back pretty uh, pretty quickly. We go straight out to $8 for Curran, though. So eight bucks. Also eight bucks is Pioneer River and Sacred Palace. Uh, Broadway and fourth at nines and Great Leveler at tens. So we got in the boat at threes and then a bunch of horses around the $8 mark. So you were just talking in the boat. Are we within the boat?
1: We are in the boat. We're on the boat. We're on the boat. And we're in it and we're going back to the boat.
0: Won a bunch Um, and can it go four in a row, yeah?
1: Yeah. So drew the car park two weeks ago at Caulfield. Crossed. Had to do a bit of work early to get across. A really, really good win. Gets 55 again. Kelly obviously gets on with the horse pretty well. Rode it two weeks ago. Um, I think the Valley just looks like it's going to really suit this horse as well. Like if it's in front on the turn, I don't think they're getting past it really, yeah. really tough sort of horse. I thought it was a really simple race. Actually. Um am into the horses like Curran, I just have no trust backing a horse like Curran. And I think from gate five, we're going to get a, a nice, nice little way to the front. We should lead and hopefully just hold on.
0: Yeah. That's what I think. So it's, it's going to find the lead pretty easy. I think it will. Yeah.
1: I reckon it will. When I have a look yeah. at the race, like it, it doesn't barrier five. Scream pressure. Um I don't know. I think it crosses for sure leads. I think it actually gets it pretty easily.
0: Okay. All right. That's four and four. Um, if we're locking in something we like already, you said you've already backed Yulon commands. That's what, 225 now, yep. I think you said. Are we happy with yep. what are we stopping at price wise? 225, 220,
1: $2. I $2. $2. I think it'll be a dollar ninety race day. So really? yeah, if you can get. If you can get on at 225 now, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. It was 250 this morning, so there's already money for it. Um, I don't know. Punters just like horses that, A, can run at Mooney Valley, and, B, can lead at Mooney Valley. Like, I just can't see this horse drifting. I think so they'll, true. they'll yeah. So, I don't know. If you can take 225 now, maybe multi it up into something. Um,
0: yeah, I think it's a really good bet. Could be a couple of multis here. That, into Tarmelade, into In the Boat. Yep. I like In The Boat out of your eight races. I, I'm a big fan of In The Boat. I think what it did last start was pretty good. And then this, if it finds the, finds the lead pretty quickly, 1200 metre race, could be a shut the gates. a catch? It. Nah,
1: not with 55. I, I, 50 I just 50. think shit. yeah.
0: All right. Any outlandish comment you want to make before we wrap up? I.e. Pulling got to can't win, get in the bin, big boy Roy. Um, no
1: outlandish comment, but what I will say is I'm looking forward to seeing um, like a few of these two year old races as well. Like a few of the debutants that are coming through like race two at the Valley. There's like six or seven debutantes and a horse that's had one start. I'm looking forward to that. This is like where those, those horses fill a blue diamond and yeah. the slipper and stuff start coming out. And I love this time of year, like as they start building into those races. So that's all I'd say. Nothing outlandish
0: coming from me. I think nice. when you when you look at a couple of those ones, it, the things that get backed on race day, you can sometimes think about where they would go and to try and jump on a future thing, but it cycle wins. I remember seeing cool and gatta getting backed and all these yarns and all this talk about it. And I just went, fuck it, I'll just go back it for the slipper for the sake of it. And then it's first up run, I went, yeah. how easy is this? Why don't I fucking do all this all the time? Just follow the cash and just where these with these youngsters and just go go where they're gonna target. Um Fingers crossed. Yeah, what, it's a great.
1: What was the firm like for the slipper?
0: Uh, I don't the think firm? it came in too much. I think it was four dollars fifty before that race, and I'm pretty sure on. I know it on race day it only went into four dollars, and it is still four dollars. So it only came in fifty okay. cents after that win on the weekend, yeah, which okay. isn't a lot. I mean, conflict. yeah, Russian Conquest got back. That was originally fifties, I think it was. But look, who knows? There's a few there. It'll be good. For, uh, man, don't get me started on the autumn yet, mate. Don't get me started. I get it's an exciting no, time of not- year, that sort of shit. Um, all right, yeah. well, that's us. We'll, um, we'll post some of your tips and any of your bets or whatever. We'll put them in that group as well. Um, not just Instagram, so that people can get around that, chuck in anything you like, and um, enjoy a Nelson Bay, my friend. When are you home?
1: Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, Arbo. We've got training on Saturday, so get back for training.
0: Um, so what you're doing is you're coming back tomorrow, but you're playing a bit of lawn bowls. And to me, mate, I I don't know. I know a lot of people like it, but I fucking can't cop lawn balls. I find it boring. I find it monotonous, and I find it the same sort of shit the whole time you roll rolling, you, You're rolling a ball to for that white ball. I, where's the thrill? You, you're,
1: I, I think you've just got to get over yourself a bit because it's, you're outside. You can yep. wear no shoes. You can have <laughs> unlimited beers. You can eat while you're playing. You're chatting shit the entire time. What's to hate? You, try, you literally, there's literally no skill. Like, like you're just rolling a ball down there and trying to get it closest to the white ball. Once you find your spot that gets close to the white ball, you just do that four times in a row and just try to replicate it.
0: It's brilliant. That's, that's monotonous, right? And I'm not bad. I'm not overly bagging it. I worked in an RE for a long time as a young star. I'm still mates with the old fellas that did it all the time. I'll put a question to you just so you can drink unlimited beers and stuff. All right, Nick, do you want to go play Lawn Bowls on Saturday? No drinks, though, but we're going to go play for three hours.
1: That's a bullshit question, though, because...
0: No drinks. You can have water, mate. You can, you can get yourself a nice cold Coke or a fucking lemonade. Now tell me how it's, fun it's it about is. Tell ar- me how fun it is. I reckon it's, yeah,
1: it's still fun, I reckon. I, I reckon it's still fun. I just reckon, like, it's the whole aroma. It's what comes with it, you know, that camaraderie, you know, hanging out with your mates. It's sunny. It's hot. You've got a frosty beer. No,
0: you don't have a frosty beer. Good. That's what I'm talking about. You have a frosty fucking super uh, yeah. duper or something, and see how it goes.
1: You give you give me a glass of Fanta with some ice in it. Now I'll, I'll play lawn bowls. Still, bit of garlic
0: bread. What yeah, are you trying well, to Where did that you come don't from? Like golf, either then. Probably. No, I don't. I don't mind. Don't like golf. Either. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, but how? You don't always get on the pier playing golf, do you? To make it more fun. No, you don't. You don't need to. But you do but need to with fucking lawn like, bowls.
1: No, you don't. That is a yarn.
0: I guarantee if you go play lawn bowls this afternoon like you're about to do and you don't drink any beers and you're playing lawn bowls with your family, it's going to be as if you're a fucking 10-year-old having to go hang out with your mum and dad at the shops. That's how boring it'll be. All right. All right. Well, um, another Whatever. question then. Are you a, are you a tennis man?
1: Yeah, played two two days in a row. So yeah. played yesterday and the day
0: before. We've got. I, fucking, I I love my tennis, and I'm a big fan. Always loved it. Go to the Australian Open most years. Play the Aussie Millions down there in poker and stuff and whatnot. Um, my mum was actually a wild card back in the day. You know, when she was a very young star, got pumped round one. I think it's love, six love, but. To me, I love Kyrgios. Think he's the man. I've always loved him. I do have a soft spot because when I was broke as fuck and at the Crown Casino and he was first year Australian open, he bought us a case, a beer at the sports bar when we had no money. he's always he's got, a, he's got a soft spot in my heart. He's playing this <sighs> is obviously this is probably going to go out after he's played, but he's a he's playing Medvedev, who's the absolute gun, right? He's beaten yeah. Djokovic and whatnot. Can Nick, I'm not gonna say can he win because he probably can't. Can he win a set?
1: I, yeah, we're actually having chat. I reckon three one's
0: the bet. I think he's beaten him I twice. I think it's about four dollars. Three, yeah, three one. I, Medvedev. I, reckon,
1: I reckon three, yeah, three one. Medvedev. I think that's the bet. I think it's about three dollars fifty or four bucks you can get. Right. I just can't see Nick Kyrgios going three sets, none. Yeah, it's interesting on his home deck. I just don't see it.
0: Yeah, but so. that's sort of it's, it's happened before. Do you know what I mean? The hype, the hype. Did you watch his game the other night? There was a fucking chaos in there. It was quite funny. The, the, the crowds doing yeah. that stupid Ronaldo thing, which was funny for like the first one. They just kept doing it. It was a bit annoying. But Nick's like sworn in the post-race interview. He drank someone's beer. Obviously, COVID's not, a, not an issue to him. He's already had it. He's just, he's drunk someone's beer on the way out. He's sort of just, oh. people, some people don't like him. Don't like the way he talks. Don't like the way he's all brash and whatever, man. It's a happy Gilmore attendance. I fucking love it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can cop him, but he's all right. I love Damian oh. though.
0: He's yeah, awesome. Dim and all, yeah, he's gone. But do you know what? On, on, in round 1, they put them both on at the same time. Bizarre. They were both playing at the exact same time. Yeah, we, yeah shits me. Um, what's your story with AFL? So most people have heard you say you, you play training, you do training, you do whatever. What are you doing now? You've moved back to Sydney. And you're playing, what, reserves for the Giants?
1: Yeah, so um, the VFL, so the way that the AFL system works is there's, you obviously have your 35 to 40 listed players, like on an AFL list. Yeah. Um, 23 play on game day. And then obviously the remainder have to play somewhere in like a reserve grade comp. So about 15 of them play reserve grade and then they got to fill the rest of the team with um, players from like local clubs and stuff. So, I'll be part of that sort of group of ten in the playing in the VFL side, which would be really good. Yeah. Um. I don't know how it works in in rugby league. I know you guys go up for the Q Cup and stuff. Is that right? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So play comp, so it's it's similar sort of stuff here. So we play in the VFL against all the AFL reserve grade sides. So it'd be pretty good fun, I reckon. When does it start? Um. I think our first games end the March, early April. Um. But our trials start in about a month. So. Training's starting to ramp up a fair bit at the moment, which is which is good. It, it keeps you a bit more honest with the piss.
0: And, yeah, yeah. for someone that loves the piss. Um, I remember, to, like to me, and I'll be honest, and I'm not sure if you cop it a lot. You probably do be a fair bit because you, you're really good mates with, like, and whatever, who's a rugby league nut. Your mates, like, where you went to school, you went to school in, like, Kellyville, right, in Sydney. Is that... Yeah, um, Castleville, yeah. To me, I live on the Northern Beaches. I couldn't name someone that played AFL. Like it was union or league. It was soccer was pretty much not huge either. It was union league. Union was huge, to be honest. No one played AFL. So I'm how big was it where you boys were? Because obviously Paps is yeah really well with, with league. Yeah, not that big. But
1: we had, so growing up, we were, we were in academy. So you're either in the Swans Academy or the Giants Academy. And we'd have like at our school, there was like five or six of us that all went to training together. So like there were a few people that played footy like high level, but pretty much everyone was union or league or soccer. Soccer so as well. So
0: why you why did you choose AFL? My, my
1: dad's from Melbourne. Um, right. so he played for the Swans um in the reserve grade sides when he was growing up as well. So I don't know, I've been literally kicking a ball since I was one. I think I was supposed to be right footed, but the person that taught me how to kick was left footed. So now I'm a left footer. Right. So it's literally just been, yeah, I don't know. have never not had a ball in hand. It's just always been footy. I would never play another. I would never have played league,
0: union, anything. No. You're very you're very, patri- you're very, patriotic to AFL too. I remember, I think it was the grand final last year and I think I sent you a message going, wait, this is fucking, AFL is pretty sick. Like, this is pretty cool. And you were like, mate, it's fucking one of the best games. You're like, just giving it to me. I'm like, mate, pump the brakes, bro. <laughs> I just watched the last quarter and it was sick. But like, <laughs> you think it gets a bit of a bad rap in Sydney or something?
1: It does. It doesn't get what it deserves. It's the best. It's just got everything. But yeah, no, I love it. It's the best. All
0: uh, right. Well, go and enjoy yeah, Lawn Bowls with no beers and you can have your little fucking glass of fanter and tell me how fun it is.
1: Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. I'll <laughs> All let right. you know. See you, mate.